this is your hour and the power of darkness. All right, he's going to give them an hour. He's going to give them a little bit of time. But never forget, they get an hour, but he gets all eternity. And he's in charge. And in the end, when the smoke clears, God's still going to be on the throne. And I pray that you're going to be standing beside him and with him. And as you leave here today, leave here with hope if Christ is your hope. And if he's not, make him your hope. Amen. It's been good to be here already, you know. Sometimes I think we come to get out. I really do. That's what my Western Civ teacher told me in college. I think you come to leave. And to be honest, I did, okay? I did. I went to Western Civ to leave. She said, college is the only thing you pay for that you don't want. And that is probably the truth. But I hope you didn't come here to leave today. I hope, I hope you came here to get something. And I hope you've gotten something already. I hope your heart has been stirred. Could I encourage you just to relax a little bit? Just sit back in your chair, nestle in a little bit, get comfortable, open up your heart, and I promise you God wants to put something in there, and I may not know your needs today. God does. I may not know what your burdens are today. God does, and he's got something for you. If you just relax a little bit, some of you just look so uptight today. I don't know what it is, you know. Is it tax day? I forget about that. No, that's April. I look forward to what God has for me today. I really do. Looking forward to hearing Brother Ab Thomas preach for us today. He's been here with us all weekend. Uh, if you don't know Brother Thomas, uh, he's been one of my heroes for a long time, even though he never met me until Friday. Uh, faithful servant of God that has uh, been used of God mightily for decades. I won't say how many decades because Paul picks on him about being old. I'm not going to pick on him about being old, but served for many, many years faithfully under Dr. Lee Robertson, also one of my heroes who served the Lord until he was in his 90s and went home to be with the Lord after a wonderful, wonderful ministry there in Tennessee. And uh, you might know him from Master Clubs. A lot of our folks here, you have kids in Master Clubs, and he's the guy that started it all. I'm excited to have him here this weekend doing some teacher training with Master Clubs as well as some staff uh, refreshment just a little bit, encouraging us on how to be better at what we do in our Sunday school classes and the different areas that we teach. And so thankful to have him here. He's been a faithful servant of God. And I want you to know, sometimes we use that term in passing. Uh, but I want you to know, when I die, and I hope it's not anytime soon, but if I die, uh, I don't know that there's a higher uh, calling or a higher compliment than for someone to say that you were just a faithful servant. Two very important words, faithful and servant. I believe that's what we're supposed to be, and Brother Thomas has illustrated that from a distance uh, for years. I've watched him and appreciate him, and he's going to preach for a second. You didn't know this, but today's a double feature. You get a double feature. We're not going to have popcorn or, or uh, snow caps, but you get a double feature today. Uh, Brother Paul Thomas, which is Brother Thomas's son, comes, and he preaches a shorter sermon. Now, look, just because he's going to preach an eight-minute sermon don't mean that I can do it too, okay? Uh, he has developed this talent for years, and he preaches about an eight-minute introductory sermon uh, before his dad comes up and preaches. So let's welcome Brother Paul Thomas to the pulpit this morning, if we will. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Pastor. Uh, let me on to I, I, I preach today. Um, my message today, everything gives thing. In Luke chapter 17, the Bible gives the story of 10 lepers. 10 was healed, but only one gives us thing. Only one. 
And Philip 15 said, And one of them, when he saw he was healed, was turned back with a loud voice, glorify God. The Bible said, Everything seems strange, but it is the will of God. Anything is doing you. As I said, keep saying, David, David, the one taping it is our will. I am thankful. I thankful I see in my Savior. My dad, he understands me. My mom, she feeds me. I got, I got that. <laughs> my my family, my brother, and my two sisters in Florida. My pastor is my hero. Thank you, One of them, when he saw he was healed, coming back with a loud voice, glorify God. Thank you, and be glory to God in verse 18. They are not found, and that return to Lord God to save his stranger. All ten were healed, leprosy, but in Lord Act 17. And Jesus said, There are not ten clean, but where are the nine? Now one, thankfulness is our will. And thankfulness is please God. Be thankfulness is journey, is kindness, is reward, is please God. But be kind with the other, tend your heart, but you even well, even die for Christ's sake to happen to you. John Wetley, they grew up a life. And you are good, you can. By the means, you can. And all the way, you can. And all the places, you can. And all the time, you can. And all the long, ever, you can. You want David, it's God's will, for it is the will of God. David, if we die, David, if we are David, in how we ought to live, it's tiny, it's your war. <coughs> Be kind with your other. Be kind to children. The other saved children, help him and know about God. God has been kind to me. That syndrome is not so bad. I can't still to the Lord. I can't save my testimony. I can't preach. I can't sing to the Lord. I can help dad in the train. I can walk with tears in Master Club. I help tote our boy basketball team. 
I can still be, uh, I can still be kind to children. I love children. Gabriel is the will. Gabriel is the way. It's the way for us to live. Gabriel is like a sacrifice or offering. <clears throat> Uh, but I would say I would often see the sacrifice or offering. But I would often see the sacrifice, say, giving, and we are called upon the name of the Lord. But I would say, Jim Sain, I'll do it, Jim Sain. But I would say, call Jim Sain to others all the time. But I would say, always. For all sing unto God in the name, the Father, the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And you know what I see, Lord? Giving. Giving what? Same thing. When? Always. For what? For, for all sing unto whom? Whom? Unto God. And also the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So, gainfulness is a way that I want us to live. So, be thankful, everybody. Be thankful. Thank God for greater, greater gift as Jesus Christ. He want to make a church for us in Jesus 3 13. He means himself for us in Philippians 5 2. To be sin for us, thanks to five twenty one. To meet himself for uh for me, two twenty. And on self bear our sin for Peter two twenty four. Christ died for our sin for twenty fifteen. Thank God for greater give of all. Uh our turning life. So my men today. Uh, the Jabernet, the one Jabernet, is our will. Jabernet, if we God, is tiny, is the war. Jabernet is God's way, in a way for us to live. Jabernet, like a sacrifice, or offering, or worship. Thank God for praise of all. Our Savior is Jesus. Give thanks to your grateful heart. Give thanks to the Holy One. Give thanks to his divinity. He does try his son. If say to your able heart, give say to the Holy One, give say Peter his giving, Jesus Christ is Son. Thank you.
Okay, I, I want to uh, continue now with, uh, uh, give you a, a back at two verses that Paul brought out, and then I want to give, give you one to hold in your Bible as we, as we go through the rest of our uh, message today. It's back to the ten lepers, Jesus, uh, where he healed them in uh, Luke 17. And I just want to look at two of those again. In verse 15, it says, And one of them, one out of ten, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. In other words, he turned back and when he gave thanks to God, that, that brought glory to God. And then in verse 18, we see the same thing. There are not found that return to give glory to God, save this one stranger. Uh, so here were all of them that were cleansed of leprosy, one of the worst things you could ever get uh, where they lived. And yet uh, they, uh, they, they gave, only one gave thanks. The Bible says, I want you to look at another verse and then keep it in your Bible there. Keep hold of it, and we're going to requote that as we go along. It's 1 Thessalonians 5.18. Find that in your Bible now. 1 Thessalonians 5.18. It's an extremely clear verse, and that's uh, what we're going to be talking about uh, quite a bit now. Uh, extremely clear. 1 Thessalonians 5.18, it says, In everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. That's about as clear as you can get, I think, when the Lord speaks it like that. In everything, give thanks, because or for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you, concerning me and concerning you and everybody else. Uh, so keep your Bible open right there. We're going to quote it a few times as we go along. God says it. Uh, when, when he says it to, to give it, our Lord makes things so simple that, man, I, I, I can even understand that. Uh, I don't have to look that up somewhere. In everything, give thanks. We see that the thankfulness pleases God. It brings glory to God. And it's something we can do that brings glory to God. Yet only one out of ten return. Uh, uh, and, and this was leprosy. I mean, leprosy is so bad. We don't see that in our country hardly it ever. But leprosy is so bad in those lands, they'll eat, it'll eat the fingers off your hand and you're still alive. Nobody wants something like that, to die like that, to just finally uh, be taken away through, through that. They have to leave their family and, and all when they have leprosy. And all of a sudden, uh, the Son of God came along and, and, and healed them. Everyone was completely clean, and yet only one came back and uh, we know the story pretty well like that. Now, only one return to say thank you. Um, if we live to be uh, 65 years old, I think I figured this out right, but uh, don't try to correct me because uh, it's, it's all I got, got down here to say anyway. But give thanks to God one time a day. That's 24,000 times we could give glory to God in our lifetime. We live about uh, 24,000 uh, times or days in, in uh, a normal life. And um, uh, so we give God thanks just one time a day. Thank you, dear Lord. Thank you, sir. I love you, sir. Just give him thanks in any way you can think of. Twice a day, 48,000 times in our lifetime, we could give glory to God just through that one little way of saying, of stopping and saying, Lord, 
I love you. I want to thank you, sir. Four times a day, 96,000 times in just one way. And there's so many other ways that we can bring glory to God. And sometimes we just miss it all ourselves. One big reason, I think, uh, is we, we miss the opportunity. Sometimes we just, we, we want to walk and talk with the Lord. And we're, we hear that in, in Sunday school. We hear that in, in, the, in the, the, the services all the time. We want to do this for God. And, but sometimes we just forget to do it. Sometimes a whole day. I have. I have. I remember we were working on, uh, I, I remember the time that it took, uh, that I got mad at myself. Because we had, we had been working uh, for the teenage ministry at Highland Park there. We were working and we were expecting about 1,500 teenagers to come to this thing that we were doing. It was around Halloween's time. And uh, we do other things during the year. But uh, all of a sudden, um, we were out there working. And I had a crew of them working with me to, to, to do all of this but with, and care for all of that amount of kids. And we brought them out to our camp area. So we had to... We had to cut wood and go through the trails, you know, because you want to make it dark and uh, uh, a little bit scary on that night, you know. Uh, it's not real, but we want to make it like it is real. So, because these are teenagers, and we want to just scare everything we can out of them. But uh, anyway, and they have a good time. Nobody gets hurt. But we, it took us several weeks to prepare that and prepare the path through the woods. And it was through the woods and, uh, and then we had to put the lighting up in the, in the trees, uh, just a dim light so they could just barely see how to walk through. And uh, it, it was uh, such an experience. In fact, one of the, one of the uh, people besides uh, all the students at the university and everything there, Tennessee Temple, and uh, our teenagers, uh, we, we had them all prepared to, to man the trail when they go through. Do something, you know. So don't just say, boo. But, you know, you want to say, you know, you, know, you want to let, let them know that they're in the woods and they're coming. And so uh, we, uh, we, we, we got out there and we worked and worked. And uh, I, I remember the last day that, that before I'm telling you what the message is, that uh, when I got through there all day long, digging and moving rocks and all kind of things and all that, um, just so tired and, and finally we, we stopped to go home and, and uh, get some rest and come back the next day and, and uh, but when I, by the time I got about five miles down the road back toward home I thought you know Lord, I said something about the Lord Lord I want to thank you for the day and all of a sudden I remembered I haven't done that all day long I have worked my, my hands and my heart out for God and haven't even talked to him during the day I was doing what was right, but, but I, I, I failed to communicate with my Lord uh, throughout the day. I want that. I always want that. Everybody wants that uh, because I want to bring glory to him. And by the time I got home, I, I mean, I was crying before I got home. I didn't tell my wife about it, but, but I, uh, I, before I went in the house, I, I got myself a little card out, and I put uh, something on that card, and on mine, here's what I've got right now. And some of you can have this one, these, when we get through. And the lesson is on give thanks. But I put mine, ab, give thanks. That's what it was on just a little piece of paper. I, the next day, I suck it in my, my uh, pocket. 
and I had it on a little card, so it felt like something in your pocket. And all of a sudden, you, you say, what is that? Give thanks. Oh, yes. Lord, I want to thank you for this. I want to thank you for that. And then we go another hour of work, and all of a sudden, I, I feel something again. What is, oh, yeah, give thanks. Oh, yeah, Lord, I want to thank you for what we just got done. And so I'm trying to put that into my life to be thankful and give God glory as, as we go along the way. And so that was, uh, that was a time that, uh, uh, that stopped me. Uh, from not giving God glory and help me to stay on track with it. In everything give thanks, God says. We see that thankfulness pleases God. It brings glory to God. And yet only one of those came back to say thank you. Um, and I believe one reason is we forget. Um, uh, I never recognized his presence. I was working my heart out for him and I still didn't realize he walks and talks with me. He wants to be with me. He wants to answer every question I have. He wants to give, give me some guidance and stop doing this and do this. He wants, to, he wants to use my life in that way. And he can. He can. So I wrote myself a little note. And, and that, that was the day I stopped forgetting. And I've had a note in my pocket ever since. In fact, I've got four of these at home, different ones. One is enlarge my faith. That's always big in my life. I, wanna, I want more, dear God. I want to serve you more. I want more faith, dear God. Help me trust you more. But just this little laminated card, we don't have enough for every single person here, but I think the ushers have some uh, as you go out. You can take this or make your own card. I, I've got four of them for me. Some of them, a couple of them, I don't want to tell you my, the title <laughs> of that. I'm working on that myself. So I don't want to tell you how bad I really am up here. Uh, but anyway, it's going gonna, it's gonna to help me a lot. So in our Bible story, we're, we're, you know, where are the other nine? Did they forget? Well, uh, one author said maybe they were just too caught up in the gift to remember the giver. You know? I mean, that's quite a gift, right? Leprosy. Going to take me to my grave. It's going to eat the body up of me. But all of a sudden, no leprosy. Cleanse, cleanse. And only one can remember to thank the Lord. So we must practice the presence of the Lord daily and often. We walk and, and, and talk daily. See, if I'm reminded of that, I, I can, maybe it takes that card in my pocket, but I can, I can walk from here to my car outside and I can, I can pray a prayer. I can pray a prayer on the way out there. Dear Lord, I want to thank you for saving me. Oh, dear God, I want to thank you for giving me the wife you gave me. Lord, I want to thank you for my, my children. And they're all saved. And they would were, they were kneel right between mom and I when they, they came to Christ. All, all of them were, dear God. And I'm so thankful. And then maybe on the way back, Lord, I want you, I want you to bless Pastor now. He's, he's got great things to tell us this coming week. I pray you'll make everything just, just, just come right it together so he can be so clear for us. And we, can, and, and we can praise God. Lord, I want to thank you for all of those things. It's just, just like that. And to thank you, Lord, it pleases God. Why wouldn't I want to get into the habit of pleasing God? Wouldn't that be a great thing? Get into the habit of pleasing God and telling him so. Lord, I love you. I love you, sir. Uh, I want to do that the rest of my life. So, so I've got cards that help me with that. Most of it I can, pre I can do pretty good, but I still carry them in my pocket. 
or maybe perhaps you may, you may need a, uh, a Down's child, a child with Down syndrome in your home. Paul came to, into our home. We had, we had uh, three other children, and then seven years later, God gave us Paul, one of the greatest gifts we've ever had, one of the greatest gifts we've ever had. And uh, uh, he does things that uh, he, he's more faithful in some areas than I am. Because he'll remind me, let's pray, or he'll remind me that God said this, and every time he comes out with his devotions in, in the morning, he'll come to my bedside with a verse <laughs> and read it to you, and I'm not even up yet. <laughs> but he'll do all that. He sings all the time the songs of, of glory. He loves the gospel songs and things like that. He just got so much to, to give to God, and uh, that's, I think it's just about the way we all ought to be. Uh, but uh, they'll teach you how uh, to always give thanks. Um, uh, we have a brochure for Paul for those that uh, may know somebody out in the uh, uh, world who has a Down's child, and it's, it's, it's a shock when you do that because most people wouldn't know, they, they wouldn't have a clue as to where do I start in the life of this child. I love him still. Uh, I'm going to give him the best I can, but where do I start? And we talk about his, his part. Uh, I wanted to read you just a couple of quotes here as we go, go along. Um, Paul received uh, a graduation. He graduated from a high school. Uh, uh, his, his class, uh, there was 400 when he graduated. And uh, he went all the way through. And they had him on several of the... Uh, um, honor groups in school and everything, they put him right in the middle of things. And uh, Paul received over $2,000 in cash gifts for graduation. <laughs> Seven of his former teachers came to his graduation open house. Seven of them. That's, uh, he got more in cash than all three of the rest of our kids got <laughs> together. Uh, several awards adorned his room. Uh, after seven years of steady effort, Paul earned his black belt in karate and uh, advanced to the third degree, did every last thing they said to do. Uh, in his church program of master clubs, he earned 30 of the merit badges, did every last thing they said to do. Um, and that's just, just part of his life. Um, he was walking, uh, he, was, he came to me and he wanted to know, Dad, I'd like to be a... a uh, uh, assistant head coach in basketball. He loved all kind of sports. And I, I mean, I went back to my wife and I said, honey, honey, how are we going to do this one now? Look what he wants to do. And about three weeks later, ball games were just starting in our church. We have a pretty good basketball team. And we were sitting in the stands waiting for the, the boys varsity to start. And, uh, and the coach came walking down to go to the other side and he looked up and he said, hey, Paul, uh, you want to come sit on the bench with us tonight? And just about, <laughs> it startled me. And just about the time I turned around to speak, Paul was already on the way down there. He's been there, I think, six or seven years now. And uh, you can hear him all over the gym. But he just loves it. And all the kids love him and, and all of that. Uh, he, he, he does all of that uh, because he prayed for that. That's what he said he was praying for. And I, I kind of wanted to say, well, now, 
Paul, <laughs> some things we just don't pray for, you know. We just know that's a, I couldn't explain that to him, so he explained it to me how it works. And uh, that's, that's the way it was. In a Downs child, life seems to be such more basic. The God-implanted values just seem to come out uncluttered by the selfishness of this world. And we know what that kind of stuff is. Uh, he's always positive. Always, everything is always okay. I mean, you could walk in the room and, and honestly have a, a, a big wart or something right between your eyes this big, and he would never notice it. He'd never say, what in the world's wrong with you? You'd never do that with him. Never. That's the life of a lot of Downs children. They're just, they're back to the same thing. Paul works at the Arbors. That's a nursing assisted living home. He loves elderly folks. He loves telling little ladies how pretty they are. And he still does that. He wants to get to work 30 minutes early so all the, all the ladies will come out in their wheelchairs in the hallway to talk and everything. He'll get there 30 minutes early just so, so he can go down the line and hug them and, and uh, tell them how pretty they are. Uh, he's always that way. Uh, once at our church, a widow of 10 years, a widow of 10 years came to my wife's ladies' class in tears. And Janice asked her, what's wrong? The lady replied, oh, it's Paul again, thinking the worst, you know. Paul, uh, Janice pursued what he had said. And the lady said, oh, he kissed me and told me how pretty I was. And I just realized it's been 10 years since someone said that to me. Took a Downs child to even notice it, you know. So there's good things. When you think there are bad things, there'd be some good out of it. That's how God works, too. So let's go on. We're going to get into our, our part here. Um, thankfulness is God's will. It's his desire for our life. It's obedience to his will. Being thankful pleases God. It pleases others. Why would I not practice that? A lot of times because we forget to practice that. We don't make a list. And when you see that person show up near you on your list, do something for them. Do something great for them if you can. But thankfulness is that way. In everything, look at our verse again. Look at the verse there you have. Let's quote it together. You ready? In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Now keep your Bible open there. Growing up in my family, uh, back in the, uh, well, I, I was born in 1940. That means I'm 82 right now. This is what you look like when you're 82. <laughs> <laughs> and you keep quiet over there, okay? <laughs> uh, but uh, let's see now. I got, I got off on it. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Um, in, in, in my family back then, the, you, you loved each other, but many families were like this. You loved each other, but you weren't, it wasn't a lot of hugs and kisses. Some of you probably remember growing up that way. Um, I didn't hug mom every time I went out the door or things like that. We just, because their family taught, they, that's the way they brought their family. Everybody loved everybody. But you just didn't say a lot of it. You didn't express it more than say maybe, okay, hon, have, have a good day. 
uh, you just didn't do it. Um, but uh, uh, one of the, uh, the love was there. But one of the things uh, that I, we learned from, from Paul, for about three months um, before my graduation, high school graduation, uh, my dad was 55 years of age. And I heard these words because we didn't say these words often. We meant them, and we did have it on the inside, but we didn't say it to anybody. We didn't, we didn't as we say with Lord, give glory to God. Sometimes you just got to say it to him. You got to speak to him. Say, Lord, oh, I love you so much, dear God. I just, I want to talk to you, dear Lord. And you walk and talk with me. I know you want to. Just, Lord, cause me to listen, please. Um, but this, this thought came to me, tell, tell your daddy you love him. Nobody knew that. I didn't tell anybody that. I didn't, I didn't hear, I, I heard it in my, my mind, uh, but, but it just over and over, tell your daddy you love him. I never remembered him saying, I love you, son. A lot of people just didn't do it back then like that. They did love us, of course, but uh, it just didn't, it didn't, didn't, didn't come out. Not very, very good at all. So uh, that went on for about three months. I heard these words, six words, never, never more, never less. Uh, God is always that simple. He's extremely clear if we're listening, see. And that's what he was telling me. And uh, so I tried and I tried. I remember practicing in it. I had an old truck that we used to drive groceries out in the, in the woods, in the woods of Tennessee there, back in the hills. And uh, people, sometimes I'd take an order back there. They called in for $800 worth of groceries. We'd take it out there and drop it on, on, on their uh, 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 home and go back without a penny in my pocket. You don't do that anymore, of course, but you trusted, trust, you trusted each other back in those days. It was a different type of day. But uh, uh, Dad was uh, working on the Southern Railroad. He, he got his, us through the Great Depression. I felt a little bit of it. It's almost over by my time. But the Great Depression, he worked on the atomic bomb. And, and uh, uh, he loved the Lord. And uh, he loved baseball and all that. He thought I was going to go to the majors. Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, it didn't pay any more than, uh, you know, uh, anything else nowadays. I've met scores of, of, of uh, people through the years. Uh, a 70-year-old 70 dad and a 30-year-old son, and neither one has ever broken the ice and said, I love you, Dad, or I love you, son. So the time came when I had to drive my, my uh, dad to over to the little country store, and then I would drive about five miles over this, these mountains. All of them were mountain roads up there. And I worked in a funeral home during the summer, just a high school graduate working in a place like that, trying to raise some money. And so uh, uh, I, I got, I can remember to this day sitting there uh, in that truck, warming it up on a cold day before Dad came out. And I, I would turn... Uh, and look where dad was going to be seated over there. And I, I practiced. I said, dad, I want you to know I love you, sir. 
I love you. And I practiced that over and over. I practiced it. And uh, when dad came out and got in, closed the door, it just, it just like it, not, it wouldn't come out again. It wouldn't come out. And so I went on over the, to, he got out of the van or the uh, truck. And uh, I, I, was, I was driving, he was over here. And he got out and I looked this way. I was looking this way so he wouldn't see the tears in my eyes and asked me why. But then he said, goodbye, son. Oh, I'll never forget those words. Goodbye, son. And I went on over and got in the room where the lady would tell me what to do today at the funeral home. And all of a sudden, uh, the phone rang. In just a few seconds, she hit the button, and the siren started, and they, uh, they took off. And she, she, she put the phone down. And then she just, one of those eerie, eerie uh, ways of doing it, she just looked right at me. Just a scary look, kind of look. And she said, son, that call was for your dad. You better go home right now. Oh, man, I got in that old truck, and we had places called Dead Man's Curve, and all those things up in the hills. And uh, we flew over there, and as fast as I could get there, and, and coming down the hill, when you, when you came to our little town, way down there, it was one mile from the main road all the way down to that little town down there. And uh, I, I, I rolled, the, rolled the windows down, and, and I was screaming down there, Daddy, I love you, I love you, I love you, Daddy, just as loud as I could. And I skidded to a halt there in the, in the parking lot and ran in. They had him on the cot, cot already. And I jumped right on top of my dad. And, and took his head and turned it to the side and screaming in his ear. They had to pull me off of him. I was saying, Daddy, I love you. I love you. But it's too late. Sometimes it is in our life. Things we wish we had said, wish we had done, just never got around to them because we forgot about them. A month later it might come up again, but then we forget again. And then... Three months later, it might come up again, and we, we want to, but we just don't do it that way sometimes. But uh, that was it. And uh, uh, I've met scores of men, and, uh, and not just men, ladies too. It just can't seem to get those words out. I love you, son. I love you, dad. I love you, mom. Even if they don't say it to you, break the ice and start that, you know. But back then, a lot of families were like that um, in the growing up years. Uh, Mom lived another 14 years, and we tried to, to fill her life with love and three babies for her to uh, be around. And all, both of my folks are in the graveyard on the mountainside in Tennessee, we moved from there up to Cincinnati, where we've been all these years. And every time I go by there, if I get within 100 miles driving from that graveyard, I'm going. One year, here I was 350 miles away from the graveyard. And one year in our travels, I went to the graveyard six times from 350 miles away. That was a good year. I just go there and talk. I, just, I know they're not there. I know where they are. They're in heaven. 
but I just want to express myself. Lord, I want to thank you for my parents. And I want to go over there, there the way they brought us up and kept us in church and, and all those things and did every act of love they could. I just didn't express it enough. Uh, but God can help us with that. Mom lived another 15, 14 years, and we, we, we just uh, did everything we could for her. For years now, we've had a love circle. Paul started that in our home. He heard about it. What you do before you go out in the morning, you get the whole family together, and, you, and you, some, everybody's hugging everybody at the same time. And then you make your prayer. Paul, Paul taught us that. And uh, I, I, can't go from, I can't go from the kitchen, and right there at that door, it goes into the, into the garage. I can't go from the kitchen to the garage. Paul's in the room, uh, and Mom's in the room without kissing Mom. And you know, it worked out pretty good. <laughs> I've, kept up the, I've kept up the practice for quite a while now. Um, but that's the way it is sometimes. Every time, every time you, you do something to bring glory to God, it works. You, know, you walk and talk and, and uh, all of that. It brings glory to God every time you can. Put a card in your pocket. Get one of these cards going out. Now, let's look in ending our message here. Let's look at, at this part of it right here. I want, you, I want you to just think now. Just think. I'm going to give you a list of, of verses here, but just a portion of it. But I want to show you what God gives you and what God has given that's for you if you've never accepted it or received it before. Look what Christ has done for us. Beautiful, beautiful, all about the Lord. You have eternal life in John 3.15. You have everlasting life in John 3.16. God gave you everlasting life forever. You shall never die in John eleven twenty six. This is life eternal in John seventeen three. Uh, hath everlasting life in John three thirty six. Shall live forever in John six fifty eight. Unto them eternal life I give John ten eleven. To us eternal life First John five. You have eternal life First John John five again. My my. The moment we die is the moment we live forever. He's given you that. Just like that, you're dead and you're for in, in forever land at the, almost at the same time. Uh, my, my, you have eternal life, everlasting life, never die, life eternal, everlasting life, life live forever, them eternal life, eternal life, eternal life. How much does he have to say it to make you love him for it, you see? Mm, mm. As we give God glory, we're practicing the presence of the Lord is what we're doing. How about the psalm of, of David, 145, uh, 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 I mean in Psalm 145. Uh, that's one of the best verses. I, I love that verse. Uh, 21 verses and 21 uh, sermons worth of praise to God right there. I love that. I, I use that at my daughter's funeral. Uh, and she loved that, that, that quote, that, that verse. And you, maybe you could, uh, I try to memorize it, but I, uh, I'm still not getting it. But just listen to some of these verses quickly. I will extol thee, my God, O King, and, and I will, I will uh, bless thy name forever and ever. Every day I will bless thee, and I'll praise thy name forever and ever. Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised, and his greatness is unsearchable. Uh, uh, one generation shall 
Praise thy works to another and shall declare thy mighty acts. I will speak of the glorious honor of thy majesty and of thy wondrous works. And men shall, um, uh, shall speak uh, of the might of thy terrible or glorious acts, and I will declare thy greatness. They shall abundantly utter the memory of thy great goodness and shall sing of thy righteousness. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and of great mercy. The Lord is good to all, and his tender mercies are over all his works. All thy works shall praise thee, O Lord, and thy saints shall bless thee. And it just goes on and on and on like that. 21 verses and 21 uh, uh, things that we can talk about. Uh, he's so good. He's so good to us. How about the... Uh, that, that's a good one to learn and quote and say it every single, I try to say it every single day. 21 verses, all, everyone brings glory to God. 21 verses in every, every one of those. Um, 50 times it refers us to God in 21 verses. He's trying to get our attention. Look, what, look who God is. Look what God has done for you. You need to bring glory to him every day of your life, multiple times. We must not go for long with, uh, in our day without giving God glory. That's why I carry a card and I, I, I sometimes or put it in your purse. And Oh, yeah, give, oh yeah I haven't done that yet. And, and keep it up until, until you, it's, just, it's just a way of life for you. It's a way to live for you the rest of your life. Follow his word. He, he gives us a crown of, of life in Revelation 2, a heavenly home in John 4, a new name in Isaiah. Remember that song? There's a new name written down in glory, and it's mine. Woo, it's mine. God gave that to me. Are you giving a heavenly home, a new name, answers to prayer, power to serve him? Restoration in 1 John 1, 9. We can have a total makeover like Saul to Paul if we need that, that. He gives guidance for all of life in Isaiah. He gives knowledge and wisdom and understanding in Proverbs. He gives assurance of what a great gift it is in 2 Timothy 1, 12. The assurance of our salvation. What a gift. And God gave it to you. Why can't I say thank you, Lord, uh, 20 times, 100 times during the day for all of that. He gives assurance. He gives comfort. We're the joint heirs with Christ. He gives, a, he gives us a fruitful life. He gives peace, victory, protecting care, guidance. In Psalm 119, 176 verses remind us of the value of his word. You got it right there in your hands right now. All this, and I can't come up with even one reason to bring glory to God once a day. I need to work on it. It's what I need to do. Or I need to get me a Downs child and let him work on me. I need to check my pocket to see if there's a reminder card there. So our verse, again, let's say it one time more together. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. What a verse. Now let's close our message here. And let's just quietly allow the Spirit of God time to do whatever he wants to do. Pastor will come in just a moment. But think, think of this. Jesus Christ is all-inclusive. Are you here today but still without the Savior? We're never more than one prayer away from making everything right with God. I told that to the teachers yesterday. Every lesson they teach and every student in there is only one prayer away. Dear Lord, they're that close 
to putting that, what you're teaching, into their life. That close, one prayer away. Wow, God makes it so simple, so clear. How can we go through life and miss it all so much? Close your eyes, please. And let's remind ourselves once more how wonderful our Lord and our God and our Savior is. There's one God, one Creator, one Savior, one Heaven, and they're all inclusive. Anyone on earth can have Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. Worldwide, all nations, all tribes, all kindreds, all people and tongues, Christ is all-inclusive. No other idol, no man who has lived was or is like Christ. No other created all things. No other has breathed the breath of life into man. No other sustains all creation. No other forgives my sin. No other has the power of life or death or resurrection. No other has created heaven. No other died on the cross for all mankind of all ages. And no other exists as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. He is my God and my Savior. Is He yours? And if not, He can be yours in a moment of time. You're only one prayer away from making everything right with God, including your salvation. Think of that for a moment as pastor comes.